Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another bonus episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive all year, every year. That's right, all 365 days per year, and all 366 days per leap year. And thanks again for joining us for another installment of Another Christmas Story. This week's chapter, chapter 40, will be read to you by someone very near and dear to my heart, someone very special to me, my very own wife, Sarah Houston. They say behind every man is a better and stronger and greater woman, and that could not be more true than in my marriage. And I could praise her all day, but I know you guys are here for the next installment of another Christmas story. So I will just pass it on over to Sarah to read to all of you chapter 40 of our tale entitled Silent Night. Take it away, Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah, Anthony's wife, here to read chapter 40, Silent Night. Enjoy. Chapter 40, Silent Night, December 24th, 11.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. By the time Mary reached the lobby of the plaza, tears were flowing freely down her face. Holding her stomach, trying to comfort the baby that was kicking more and more frequently inside her, she hurried across the ornate space, past the enormous Christmas tree erected in the center of it, while barely making note of the commotion around her as she did so. Men and women in perfectly pressed suits and members of the NYPD were hurrying back and forth across the room in a panic, shouting orders at one another in code. Blinded by her tears, Mary somehow expertly dodged each one that crossed her path before finally running into somebody hard. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Gabe, the beautiful redhead porter, extended his arms to steady the pregnant woman who was almost overbalanced after bumping into him. Then noticing the woman's tears stained blotchy red face he gasped miss holiday what's wrong nothing mary spat and went i'm fine i just need to get the hell out of here are you in labor gabe warily glanced at the woman stomach shall i call a hospital no mary wrenched herself from a porter's grip and forced a smile onto her face as she reached a hand to wipe her eyes no she repeated in a more composed manner i'm fine i just need some fresh air did that Joey gentleman hurt you? Asked Gabe in a serious whisper. Should I call the police? No, Mary insisted. Seriously, I'm fine. I just, you know, she gestured at her swollen stomach. Hormonal. As the final world slipped out of her mouth, she took all of her self-restraint to prevent her facial muscles from rearranging themselves 
into an expression of disgust, hating herself for using the excuse. Pulling her cloak closed more tightly around herself, she continued, I'm just going for a quick walk. Peering past the hotel employee and out at the snowy street through the glass front door, she added, the snow's finally dying down. Concerned, Grape threw a quick glance over his shoulder to look out the door before showing to me, ma'am I. Stop worrying, Mary rolled her eyes into her now. Don't you have better things to concern yourself with? She motioned around the lobby at all the panicked activities surrounding them. Go deal with whatever the hell crisis this is. And before the man could say another word to her, Mary pushed past him and out the hotel into the cold winter night beyond its glass doors. Without any idea where she was going, Mary hurried down the empty streets of New York, choking back more tears. She didn't want to think, she didn't want to feel. After the past two days, all she wanted to do was escape from reality, and she thought she had managed to do that in Joey's company. The man himself, however, had bought it all crashing back down around her. She shook her head violently from side to side, doing her best to push the depressing thoughts away, and picked up her pace as she continued to walk without any idea where she was going. And since she chose to focus on the Christmas lights twinkling around her and the beautiful snow still falling from the sky, though slower and lighter now as it had been the rest of the day. Christmas has always been her favorite time of year, so of course it had only made sense to Mary that her subconscious mind would lead her directly to her favorite view in all of Manhattan every December. Mary slowed to stop as she reached the end of the Channel Gardens, staring past the giant nativity scene erected in front of her, down past the wire-sculpted angels flanking them, and at the magical-looking Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, which stood proudly at the far end, overlooking the sunken ice rink below it. As she drank in the views, the tears that had been welling up in her eyes began to fall down her face once again as she thought back over the incredible day that she had spent with Joey. He had been so sweet to her when he didn't need to be considering how their last encounter a decade earlier had ended. And how does she repay him? By once again trying to force him into a situation that he wasn't comfortable with before storming out on him in a huff. He deserved better. She knew that. Mary knew that the fight was her fault, yet she still couldn't help but be upset with the man. All she wanted to do was feel a little bit loved in the light of her breakup with Luke and the fight with her parents. Couldn't he have gone along with it for a few minutes? Surely Joey was going through something similar emotionally given his broken engagement and own familial issues. Why couldn't they just give in to their selfish desires for once a night and forget their troubles? Because Joey's not that type of guy. A small voice in the back of her mind reminded her. If he was, you wouldn't be as attracted to him as you are. Nor would you have been as good of friends as you were in the first place. Mary felt her face twitch in annoyance as she unsuccessfully tried to disperse with her inner voice that she was desperately trying to knock some common sense into. She knew it was right, and she knew that she owed Joey an apology. So sighing deeply, she pulled out her phone to call the man before stopping to stare at the manger scene in front of her. Her eyes moved between the statue of the Virgin Mary, who had a adorning look on her face, and the baby Jesus she was staring down at so lovingly. Mary wasn't an idiot. She knew that she was feeling overly emotional because of her own baby, which was continuing to kick insistently inside of her without taking a break, despite her attempts to calm it by rubbing her stomach. And she also knew that it was part of the reason that she had lashed out at Joey, her family, and even Luke too. For that matter, was due to the fact that she was trying at her hardest to project an air of overconfidence to the world in order to hide how nervous she actually was about bringing a child into the world. Would the birth hurt? Would she be a good mother? Would she be as good of a mom to her baby as her own mother was to her growing up? 
or as her sister-in-laws were to her nieces and nephews? Would she be able to protect the child as it grew while still giving it enough room to live its own life? Would she be able to provide it with a decent life as a single parent? Would the kid grow to resent her for the fact that it didn't have a father figure in its life? And more selfishly, how different was her life now going to be? Would she ever be able to find someone who would grow to love her knowing that they'd have to love a child they haven't fathered as well. These were all the questions that had plagued her for most of her pregnancy and which have only been amplified over the last 24 hours since Luke had broken up with her. Still staring intensely at the lifetime nativity scene as though hoping it could offer her reassurance, Mary couldn't help but wonder to herself if the woman who had bought the man's savior into this world had experienced the same doubts and fears that she was feeling now. She herself had never been very religious and didn't pay much attention in Sunday school growing up. So she wasn't sure about whether or not the Bible had addressed any of that. But even if she had, at least God had provided her with a man in the form of a carpenter Joseph to love her and to help raise the child who wasn't his. When she had run into Joey earlier that morning due to insane happenstance, Mary had thought for one wild moment that the universe had bought him back into her life for a similar reason. But if it had, she had clearly blown it. Or had she? Shaking her mind as though to clear it, Mary wrenched her eyes away from the nativity scene and hobbled over to a bench about a meter away from it, upon which she sat down with her back towards the Christmassy scene behind her. Glancing down at the screen of her phone, she saw that her battery was nearly dead and that she had over 50 missed calls that she had neglected over the course of the evening and which she hadn't had the time to go through when she had put on the music back at the plaza. Scrolling through them now, however, she saw that her parents, her brother, her sister-in-law, and Natalie had called multiple times. The name that caught her eye right away, though, the one that made her heart skip a beat and a hopeful beat, was Joey, who had called a few times since she had stormed out of the hotel room a little while earlier. Redialing the number, she placed the phone to her ear, and she stared across the street at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Mary bit down on her lower lip and waited with bated breath as the phone rang before she was finally sent to Joey's voicemail. Disappointed that the man didn't answer, Mary hung up without leaving a message, always having been uncomfortable at speaking into the void. Deciding to text him instead, the woman began to type out a note before pausing. Her eyes glazed over as she peered at the screen, then thinking better of it, she deleted the half-typed text and proudly straightened up where she sat. Though she knew she owed Joey an apology, she still vowed to herself to provide him with one. She would wait again for him to call her. The truth was she didn't need Joey in that moment. She didn't need any man to help her raise her child or to make him feel safe and validated as a mother or person. She was going to be a mother whether she liked it or not, and it was going to be hard enough. Why complicate that with a forced relationship just so that she didn't end up alone? Mary knew as difficult as it would be that she could do it alone. Natalie had stressed that upon her, and so had Joey, but deep down she didn't need either of them to. She knew it, despite her deep-rooted fears. And she always knew, despite the stress and hardships that were sure to accompany the decision, as they always accompany newborns into the world, that she'd be good at it. If not at first, then she'd become good at it. She'd make sure of it for her baby's sake. 
placing both hands on her stomach as the baby kicked hard, she smiled to herself, tears once again springing to her eyes as though this time they were ones of determination, not sadness. In that moment, Mary had never felt closer to her unborn child, nor had she ever felt that much love coursing through her. She even wondered to herself for a split second whether or not the universe, or maybe even God, was trying to give her her sign that she would be alright. Whether or not it was, Mary knew that she would be anyway and sighed contentedly. Despite her resolute realization, however, Mary knew that she would still need a support system like all new parents did, which meant that besides just apologizing to Joey, she'd also need to make amends with her family and show remorse for keeping them all in the dark about her life for the past year. After all, she wanted her child to know its grandparents, uncles, aunts, and cousins. The question was, would everybody forgive her? Before Mary could think too much about it, however, the bells of St. Patrick's Cathedral began to ring loudly. Once. Twice. Her baby appeared to kick in time with the bells harder than ever before. Wincing, Mary whispered to her swollen baby, Shh, it's okay, darling. Three. Four. Five times. Christmas carols were drifting along with the snow on the cold wind blowing her way from the direction of the cathedral. Mary always forgot that midnight mass was usually the most popular service with the locals. She wondered if Cardinal Sweeney was overseeing the mass, and if so, if he'd be repeating the same sermon that he gave earlier to the crowd that she and Joey were part of. Six, seven, eight times. There is a Salvation Army Santa Claus standing on the corner down the block besides his red bucket, ringing his bell loudly despite the fact that there was nobody on the streets walking by to donate money to him. Mary smirked to herself at the sight, not close enough to see if he resembled the Santa Claus she could have sworn she had been spotting all over the city earlier that day. She admired him for spending his Christmas Eve trying to raise money for those less fortunate in life, and she wished that she had a lot of excess income to donate to such people. How much of the money Santa raised would be going to single mothers unable to care for their child without the support of Good Samaritans? The thought made Mary sick and began to doubt herself all over again. Nine, ten, eleven times. Mary was really beginning to feel nauseous now as her baby began to kick even more persistently. She was sick with worry, sore, and exhausted from such a busy day and absolutely freezing. She also felt wet and cursed herself for sitting on a bench she knew would be soaked with snow. When the bells of the cathedral ran for the twelfth and final time, Mary sighed deeply and lovingly patted her, saying, That's midnight, little one, she said to her unborn baby. As much as we need to get used to spending time alone together, how about we go somewhere warm and I start making some apology calls? Her baby kicked hard in response, causing Mary to laugh. I thought you'd like that idea. Struggling to her feet, Mary glanced down and felt the color drain from her face. Not only was she wet from the snow from the bench, but her clothes were completely soaked through, far more than they should have been, and she realized immediately what had happened. Her water had broken. Before she could fully process this turn of events, however, she left out a strangled yell of pain, gripped her stomach tightly as she gently lowered herself down on the bench again. The stinging ache in her body lasted for only a few seconds, but left her sweaty and panting after it dissipated. Breathing heavily, Mary's mind raced. She had to go to the hospital, and not wanting to chance public transportation in the middle of a snowstorm, she knew what she had to do. Picking up her phone, 
She dialed Joey's number and prayed to God that the man would answer this time as she placed the device to her ear and waited with bated breath. Y'all, I just want to take a moment to appreciate all of the things that my wonderful wife does for me. Like Julia's husband, Marty, and Tom's wife, Christine, Sarah is somebody who doesn't like going in front of a microphone and recording herself and hearing her voice played back. So the fact that she agreed to do a chapter of my book is amazing, and it means so much to me that she is part of this year-long collaborative effort and that she has lent her talent to bring my story to life like all the other amazing listeners and podcast hosts and friends who have also lent their talents to bring this story to life. So thank you, Sarah. I love you. And thank you, listeners. I am continuously blown away by all of you for eagerly taking this year-long journey with us and strapping in for the long haul to see where these characters and this plot goes. I appreciate each and every one of you more than you know, and I've received some wonderful comments and feedback from all of y'all. So please keep all of that coming, and please, if you are enjoying the story, consider sharing it with your family and friends on your social media feeds, while tagging streaming services like Netflix, Hulu, Hallmark, HBO Max, because you never know. My goal is to get it in front of as many ears as possible, or as many eyes, because the text of each chapter you hear is made available on our website each week as well. So if reading is more of your thing or more of their thing, they can read our weekly installments at www.tisapodcast.com. I know I've been giving this book to you for free in a piecemeal fashion throughout all of 2021, but my goal really is to get it published one day or to get a streaming service or studio to pick it up and turn it into a movie or a TV series. So if you guys really could share it on your social media feeds, share it with friends and family, you know, tag streaming services that I've mentioned earlier, it really would mean so much to me. You could possibly help one of my lifelong dreams come true. I am not above bribing you to do this. So I actually mentioned last week that I had an extra Hallmark Keepsake Stocking Stuffer Special Edition 2021 ornament to give away. Well, it turns out I actually have two to give away. And if you haven't seen what this ornament is, Hallmark released it this year. It's a red stocking with a dog, a cat, a hamster, a rabbit, and a canary or some kind of bird perched on a candy cane inside of it. And it's adorable, and it would look great on any Christmas tree, and I have two to give away. So if you share the links to this book with your families and friends, you will be entered into a contest to win one of these ornaments. If you share it multiple times, you will be entered multiple times into this contest. And if you share it while tagging streaming services or publishers, you'll be entered yet again. So you, there is no limit to the amount of times you can be entered to win one of these ornaments. Just provide proof to Tissa Podcast via our Facebook group, or some other method, email us at elves at showing us that you did this, and showing us how many times you did this, and we'll enter you into the contest that many times. And as I have two ornaments to give away, you have that much more of a chance to win one of them. So again, I would appreciate any help any of you could provide me in making my dream to see this book 
get published or turned into a movie or a TV show or a miniseries or something come true by sharing it. And I realized I never shared this ornament on social media last week, but I will definitely share a picture of this ornament on social media this week so you can see what you'd actually be entering to win by doing this. But if you enjoy Tis the Podcast proper, if you ever want to comment on a movie or television show that we discuss, give us feedback on a specific episode, comment on this book, or just interact with us and other listeners of the show in general, check out our social media feeds. All you have to do to get to each one is go to www.tisapodcast.com slash Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, or Facebook group. Our Facebook group is by far the most active of our social media pages. It is busy year-round, and not just with Christmas chatter, although that is obviously our primary focus, especially this time of year when we're officially in the official Christmas season. But besides Christmas, there's plenty of talk about pop culture, movies, TV shows, comic books, memes, and other holidays as well, especially those other Burr Month holidays we all know and love. Halloween was a big topic of conversation over the past few months, but now that we are past that, Thanksgiving and Black Friday have been popping up a lot more, and especially Christmas now, because we are officially in that lead-up to the most wonderful day of the year itself. The Facebook group has also become a one-stop shop for many of the Christmas podcasts that you know and love on the Christmas Podcast Network. So not only will you find new episodes of Tis the Podcast there and get to interact with Julia, Tom, and myself there, but you'll also find new episodes of shows such as Behind the Bells, The Christmas Podcast Podcast, Season's Eatings, Totally Rad Christmas, Christmas Clatter, TGI Podcast, A Cozy Christmas Podcast, Advent Calendar House podcast, Planning for Christmas, all of your favorites posted there as well, and find all the hosts of said shows that you know and love on the website too, always willing to interact with anyone and everyone about anything. Any time of the day too, because our Facebook group is filled with people from all over the world, so if you live in America and you're an insomniac, you never have anything to fear about because you can go in our Facebook group and somebody from Australia or from that hemisphere will be online raring to talk to you. And vice versa. It is truly a mini international Christmas family that's formed within that Facebook group. And I know I speak for Tom and Julia in addition to myself when I say it is the thing we are most proud of in regards to the show and what's sprouted out of the show. But speaking of the show, if you want more bonus episodes, Christmas cards, enamel pins, ringtones, etc., check out our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash tizapodcast or www.tizapodcast.com slash patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you can get full-length bonus episodes of the show. The past two months were full of horror movies, spooky season, Halloween-themed content, but now that we're moving into November officially, you'll get tons of Christmas and Thanksgiving-related content. So if you're listening to this on the day it drops, November 4th, yesterday, November 3rd, you'll have heard a commentary on Arthur Christmas that I did with Todd Killian of Christmas Clatter and C.J. Belanger, formerly of the podcast known as Christmas Conversations. This upcoming Saturday, November 6th, 
I am doing a live watch with a bunch of different listeners of our show, in which we'll be playing a Hallmark Christmas movie drinking game as we live watch the brand new 2021 Hallmark original movie premiering at 8 p.m. Next Stop Christmas, which stars two Back to the Future alums, Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson, which you'll hear sometime in our your Patreon feeds later this month. And the next Wednesday, November 10th, you'll get to hear a commentary for the classic Christmas film, A Christmas Story, in which I'm joined by a bunch of other people to discuss that as well, including Kim Cooper of Planning for Christmas, Manny Torres of Feliz Christmas, Mary Navidad, and again, C.J. Belanger, formerly of Christmas Conversations. And with Thanksgiving only a few weeks away, Tom and Julia and myself are getting ready to record our annual Patreon Thanksgiving episode, and you make it something for Black Friday as well, time permitting, who knows. But regardless, tons of content coming up in November, and tons of Christmas content coming up later this month and in December as well. So... If you're not a patron yet, now is the time to consider joining. If you were a patron who's dropped off, now is the time to consider rejoining. There's plenty of stuff up there. There's truly something for everyone. We've put a lot of work into our Patreon content this past year, and we're proud of it all. So check it out. All the money we receive from y'all gets recycled back into Tis a Podcast and helps us put out new swag and improve the quality of the show in general. But there are also other free ways to help the podcast besides subscribing to Patreon and engaging with us on and sharing our social media pages. You can help the show in a free way by leaving us a review on iTunes because every new review helps new listeners to find us and helps us to spread the Christmas cheer 365 days per year. Coming up in your main feeds this upcoming Monday, November 8th, we will be covering Season 2, Episode 4 of Ted Lasso, entitled Carol of the Bells, with a special guest host, C.J. Belanger, formerly of Christmas Conversations. And let me just say, having already recorded it, that it is one of my favorite episodes we've ever done in four plus years of doing this show. It is so heartwarming, full of Christmas cheer, you will want to be sure not to miss it. And later, that same night, we will be recording our episode on the brand new 2021 Hallmark Original Christmas movie, Next Stop Christmas, which will drop in your feeds on Monday, November 15th. Before that, however, on Thursday, November 11th, you'll get to hear chapter 41 of another Christmas story entitled Christmas in Hollis, which listener Daniel Essery will be reading to y'all. So keep your eyes on your podcast feeds because there's lots of great stuff coming up, lots of exciting news coming up, but that's not the most exciting news we have for you all today. To reveal that, I'm going to kick it back over to Sarah. Only 51 days till Christmas. Thanks, Sarah. To quote our very own Tom Crow, good night. Can you believe that we are under two months until Christmas already? Can you believe that we're almost under 50 days until Christmas? I hope you've all started your shopping due to all the supply chain issues going on around the globe this year. If you haven't, I would get on that right away, as well as start planning your menus, start decorating if you haven't already what are you waiting for 
and just get excited. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the countdown to Thanksgiving and Black Friday. And of course, the countdown to Christmas Day itself. Because before you know it, Christmas 2021 is going to be over. And we'll be counting down to Christmas 2022 in the blink of an eye. It is officially that time of the year when time itself can start slowing down a bit. But obviously, that is not how time works, unfortunately. So, make the most of these next few weeks. And... Rest assured that me, Julia, Tom, Tis the Podcast as a whole, will be here to celebrate this most wonderful time of the year with you. We love doing the show year-round, but this is obviously the time of the year when we're most excited to do the show because of all the great new content coming out this next few weeks that we will be covering. So once again, thank you all for your love and support. We couldn't ask for better listeners in the world than all of you. You are truly the best, and we are so lucky we get to consider you all legitimate friends, and so many of you family. Make sure to do your homework, watch Ted Lasso, Season 2, Episode 4, Carol of the Bells, and watch the brand new Hallmark 2021 original Christmas movie, Next Stop Christmas, and we shall speak to you again next week. Bye, y'all. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round your virgin mother and child, holy and so tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly Lord at thy birth